1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So, what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply, MSF Wales authorisation number TP 01005. Tim Gossage in the chair. We've got one more sleep before the first round of the AFL draft. It's a bit bizarre because we haven't seen a lot of the talent really thrash it out. Body on body, but one man who I know is across it all is AFL talent ambassador for the uh, these young men, and we're looking forward to seeing... He'll be very busy. He's probably the busiest man when it comes to the draft day, and that's Kevin sheehan Shift. Appreciate your time. It's one more sleep, and I'm not too sure a lot of these men
0: will get much sleep tonight. <laughs> they will, and I tell you what, there's 863 of them that might not get much sleep. That's the number of nominations that are in. Um some that will get some sleep are the father sons because uh, they know they're going somewhere. Look, I was fascinated today. The front page of the paper over here was uh, was uh, Darcy, Dacos, and Archer dads with the sons. So Glenn Archer's boy Jackson, of course, uh, um, young Nick Dacos, Peter Dacos's boy, and then Sam Darcy, the son of Luke Darcy. So three of the household names of the game in the last. 20 or 30 years, their boys know that they'll be picked up at least over the draft. Um, Young Archer, it'll be later on, but uh, they're committed North Melbourne, as all clubs are under the father son rule to if no one bids, you actually get to with your last pick. Okay, and they go on to the primary list. We know with the other two boys, they're right up front uh Dacos and Darcy and then there's Burg- Burg- Burgoyne as well that's Jace Burgoyne Peter B- Burgoyne's boy from Port Adelaide P- Pete you might remember he was the indigenous team of the century we've forgotten that a little bit of how good a player he was because his brother Sean is their you know virtually games record holder a superstar of the game but uh, uh, young Jason will find his way on the to Port Adelaide's list as well. So that's very, very exciting for the game. And uh, shouldn't forget Woden, of course. Yeah. And young Taj is in the same boat. Shane's boy. Melbourne have committed to him and the bids a bit too early. Uh, that's what they've said. Uh, if it's a wee bit early, gee, you'll, you'll get to that other club. But we've got a, a point there where we think uh, uh, that'll be value for us and, and, and we will take you. But at least he's guaranteed young uh, Tires of getting through into the AFL. That's five points. We now got a home.
1: Very true. So, right now, would clubs still be deciding who their top pick in, or would they just be absolutely tonight crossing t's, dotting i's, or would they have a night off and not even be thinking about it?
0: Well, I think things have probably changed. They're probably committed by now to what they're doing. But back in the day, gee, there'd be meetings in the morning of the draft and very famously back there with uh, with uh, Hawthorne when they chose Lance Franklin. They changed their mind in the morning at a breakfast meeting. Uh, Dermot Brereton and, and Jason Dunstall were on the board in those days. And I remember Gary Buccaneer coming up to me before the draft and said, look, we've changed our mind this morning. We're going to go for the bookends. The Senna for the Senna back thinking, you know, Buddy was the forward and roughhead who'd played his underage footy in defence would be their defender. We're going to go tall. Uh, and not take the smaller player we had in mind. So <laughs> outcome come one of the most inspired decisions of all time mm. to uh, to get those big fellas that you can't get. Like yourself, Tim, the big fellas, they're priceless. <laughs> Aren't they the big, the big guys? Yeah, so, it's just yeah, something, different, just something
1: yeah, a bit different for me, though. I, I lack, I, my career was cut short by a lack of ability. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's much easier to talk about than actually do it. Any surprises? Any surprises?
0: Well, there will be. Uh, I love them. You just wait for them um, in amongst that number of nominations. There's got to be someone that's really played the blinder somewhere, or a quarter even. Or, uh, you know, it might have been the six or seven marks he took in a game. And you think, he's got to be value late. He might have been injured. He might be a Victorian kid that only played six games for the year and none last year. But, uh, yeah, so they'll bob up, there's no doubt, more than ever before you're going to have the draft bolter that bobs up from nowhere and people just... The other 17 clubs look at each other and think, gee, I, I didn't have him on my radar. So that's that's the beauty of it. And and that's why I suppose a lot of people engage with it. that They've got a mate who's one of the 800-odd and, and he might be telling his mates, I think I'm half a chance. They've had a chat to me and uh, I might be a chance later or at least a rookie spot by Friday.
1: Alrighty. Are there any players somewhere? I mean, is there a Luke McFarlane where all the dodgy stuff was going on all those years ago <laughs> where blokes are putting blokes wrong names in? And I mean, does that still go on where blokes are shelving young talent?
0: Well, it's very hard to do it these days. Very, very hard. You've got to come through the state leagues for a start. I know with Luke, he might've played one game to qualify. You <laughs> sneak up the sneak. I mean, you can play one game of the Colts or one on the reserves and it qualifies you. But, uh, Gee, they watch each other like hawks. There's, there's no love lost between some of these uh, some of these clubs, you know. Uh, gee, there's talk of there's talk of even private trials and things like that uh, during lockdown. You know, some of the ages running some stuff that uh, only a few clubs might have seen, you know, and they didn't see that work out. So it's a bit like the old races, I think, the horse races. You get the private trials in the dark milling <laughs> <laughs> to see if you can find, you know, the, uh, the diamond in the rough. Uh, that the others haven't quite seen. So the, a lot of that uh, skullduggery's talked about still uh, and probably occurs that we don't really hear about. But, uh, yeah, it, it's an exciting time. It's uncertain time. There's certainly boys that we know a go. We're not quite sure where. Uh, and the boys of WA, the top line is there, they won't know where they'll stay at home. or will be packing their bags within mm. uh, within 24 hours to head to, off to pursue their dream of playing in the AFL. So it's it's the beauty of the unknown.
1: Uh, more on a couple of uh, those names in a moment. I've Had a couple of people text in asking a few names. We don't, we don't, we don't, we can't go through everyone. But but they always seem to think that you know. Well, you probably do, Kev. Know every single player. But I'm going to ask you about one in a moment. How much live trading will there be? Do you do you think? Uh, There's a yeah, lot of talk of it. There,
0: there will be. I reckon there will be. Um, uh, the clubs have got used to it now in the last couple of years on how to do it and how to push up the. Five or six spots. If if the blokes still on the board that they really want, give up a little bit, even a future pick next year might be appealing to give something like that up to be able to get the player they want. Uh, there's there's a lot of talk of that occurring, um, and you know there was Adelaide were trying to push up to number one. North ultimately knocked it back to try and um, get uh, Jason Horn Francis at one. So they they did that back, and it, there was a window a, a month or so ago to do that. But there's windows available the whole time now. Uh, uh, even at the start of day two, there's another 45 minutes set aside where the clubs can get together and, and have a chat about whether they'll uh, trade with uh, with one another on the night. And so I think I think they will be trading on both nights. And, and looking forward to that, to the mystery of it, and uh, see who they have particularly targeted that, uh, that they want to get at a wee bit earlier than the pick that they've got. So you can jump from 28 up to 22 to get the one you want. But you'd have to give a fair bit to be able to, to achieve that sort of lift. You'd have to give a second round of a next year too to be able to make that move.
1: Someone just texted in, Kev, uh, to tell us that they believe Richmond will be jumping up the order. They've got good mail that Richmond will make a very big play mm. to climb the order at the last minute. Uh, Greg Clark's the player I want to ask you about. We know mm. he. I, I interviewed him live on radio yesterday in studio. Um, an impressive young man described himself as a big head as an 18-year-old because he got told he was going to be drafted, took it for granted, wasn't drafted, has not entered the draft since, feels like he's ready, strong mm. vibe that two Melbourne clubs are all over him like a cheap suit. He, he could play first round. He's a big-bodied midfielder and clubs are absolutely crying out for them.
0: Uh, I reckon it's fantastic for him that he's hung in there. He was a boy in our National Academy, terrific young fellow, as you you identified back then as a 17, 18-year-old, and uh, I was a bit surprised he didn't get the opportunity then, Uh, and from very much from a distance. I watched him grow and develop into such a mature player at Waffle level. There is a spot for those guys, a terrific athlete, um, and as you note there, he's got a coachable manner about him. You know, uh, his makeup is terrific, so he's going to give you a great run for your money so to speak. So if clubs have been talking, I've heard those whispers. I'll just have a sneak look as, you, as, as the phone rang at that state game, which he played in uh, against SA this year. And there's a couple of boys in that, that, including he, that might get their opportunity. So they're the yeah some of the hidden gems that are there. And you just, at the end of the day, wonder like you're enough to call your name. You don't need the whole 18. And uh, good luck to Greg and hope it does happen for him this time.
1: Yeah, Bailey Rogers would probably be another one who who won the Sandoval medal. News just in, Kev. You'd be across this, I'm sure. The final nominations for the National Draft closed Wednesday, November 17. The AFL has received requests for the acceptance of some late nominations from Ben Davis, previously listed with the Crows, and Sam Mays with Port Adelaide. These requests have been accepted upon investigation of circumstances surrounding the nomination deadline not being met, and a determination this was an error made by the respective player agents. The late nomination requests have been accepted on the basis that both players will be available to be selected in the rookie draft only. So you hope your day's not over, is it? When the door closes and you find out your name's not there and you don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on, there's little Mm -hmm. windows of opportunity and, you know, paperwork and the technology the world that we live in uh, and the COVID effect of world we're living. You just never know.
0: That's right. And you rely on others too uh, to help you get your nomination in. And, of course, if you're not in this time, you miss out on even the mid-season next year. I noticed that that was the reason why Shane Mumford nominated. Just in case in the middle of next year, He's on the coaching group, of course, for the Giants. If they need a backup Ruckman, he might get six or eight games out of himself, he thinks. And (laughs) so he's nominated here now, knowing it won't happen now, but you never know, in a big city sort of thing, if the chance is there and they need someone, the other three, two or three Ruckman on their list have fallen over, I'll have my hand halfway up to, to jump back into it again and come out of my second or third retirement.
1: You're going to be a busy man over the next few days. We appreciate your time. I want you to give me one name that you barely haven't mentioned and you barely have not been asked a question about and you sit down and you wake up tomorrow and you're having your Wheaties or your marmalade and your cup of tea on your cup of tea and you're saying to yourself not a lot of people have mentioned him and I and I think this could be just a little pea somewhere inside this group give me one name kevin and we'll put you to the
0: test i'll give you a local boy too and this is not based on potential uh, that's a great word in sport. He's got the potential. Some people have still got it when they're 30. You're still hoping they'll do something. This is on production. Uh, and he's produced in some big games for, for 18-year-old kids. And that's the, the state game. The state game against the first one, WA versus SA. Uh, and he's in the votes and the best on the ground. He plays a bit like... Tom Libertori or Jack Viney. So you can probably picture a left footer in the midfield, Mm -hmm. as tough as nails and runs Mm -hmm. straight and hard and gets it it all the time. His name's Angus Sheldrick. Yes. The boy from Claremont. Um, And it'll be later on, but gee, I love the way he goes about. He plays with so much energy, zest, um, attack on the ball. and, and, And I even loved his 2K. Or He blew up a bit at the finish in that, but geez, he went out hard. He put it all on the line in that, and uh, that's the time trial there at the Combine at the end of the year. So just love his manner about him. Those sorts of boys get there in the finish with uh, with the hard edge about them, their competitiveness. uh, And with this boy, he keeps getting the footy. He played well in the finals, too, over there uh, at Claremont. Yeah, Yeah, later on, there's a lot of boys like that, but just that endeavour that he has got in him, I think, can help him get there. Let's hope it uh, happens for him. Totally 100%
1: agree. And when he doesn't get the ball kicked to him, he gets angry and then he goes and chases it himself. I like that. I like the cut of the cloth. Yeah. Appreciate your time. You're a good man. I know you're going to have a crazy couple of days. Thanks for taking time out to chat with us here on SEN.
0: No worries, Kim. All the best to all the boys who are in there. Cheers.
1: Yeah, fantastic. AFL Talent Ambassador Kevin Sheen, Shifter Sheen, isn't he great to chat to?